Hello and welcome to Judaism, Melbourne Dinner's favourite. Meets what a classic Melbourne star this is for that one. How are you feeling today? <laughs> Better than I was yesterday. It was not a it was not a great start to the season, was it? Into our um, premiership tilt this year <laughs> that yeah. everyone's been hyping us up for. Well, I wasn't really feeling the hype during the week. Yeah, like, I don't me know about you. Last week on the podcast, we were a bit down on the team. I thought that we'd um, I thought we'd win this week, and I thought yeah, we'd been comfortably, so and we started well. You know, I I just thought that. Um, yeah, but we just we just completely fell apart, really, specifically in that um, just that second half as well. I mean, actually, really, after the first quarter, we just completely fell apart. After the first ten minutes, really. Yeah, and yeah. It like I kept thinking at some point we'll turn it on. Yeah, the players couldn't play any worse, and it'll change. People but just, just looked really tired. Yeah, and it was it sounded like it was super hot, but it was people were just exhausted. It You'd was... expect to be at your peak fitness in round one. Yeah, yeah. because they Port didn't exhausted. look exhausted. Port looked like they were full of run and dash and excited. Right. And, you know. But we just looked a bit spent, didn't we? We did, we did. And it's just a bit of a weird week. Like, I think yeah. the Goodwin re-signing before round one was a bit weird. Oh, you were not happy about that? Well, we talked about it last week. I mean, it's a bit early. Yeah. We don't really know how the team's going to go. And what if the team gets into a bit of a hole, right? And, like, loses four or five games, which can happen. We've got a pretty tough draw. Definitely. We've got a really tough draw. Yeah. We've got a really tough draw. And we don't have... We have some people who really haven't had much of a preseason, right? right. Like, in... Viney Jones milkshakes to an extent, like right. it's, you know. And we were talking about this last week. I yeah. do think we'll, we'll we'll start slowly, and we should pick up some steam. I agree. But um, I don't know. The whole thing was just a bit. Do you know what? I felt a lot better watching the other results. So I felt a yes. bit miserable after our game, and then watching West Coast get smashed, That's and true. then Essendon getting smashed oh, is always a highlight for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just got absolutely. Uh, Polaxed. Yeah. So that was that was good um, in the sense that it Collard filled me losing, with more. losing, Sydney losing, Adelaide losing at home. Yeah, like yeah. I, I felt a lot better at the end of it. That's true. That's true. Because it looked like that's, everyone was bad. That's probably the upside of all of this. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the Watts stuff? Oh, so it broke my heart a little bit because yeah. um, you know watching Watts play so well against Melbourne and use the ball so well, and you know especially when we were not using the ball very well at all, right. um, kind of broke my heart a little bit. But his, his post-match interview was lovely, wasn't it? Like it, was just, it was pretty touching. Yeah. Like it's you just, had to feel, feel Oh, totally. Yeah. Even if it's self-inflicted, inflicted rather. You yeah. know, you feel sorry for someone who's in that bad a state and has that, that is suffering that much, really, right, right, mentally. Right. It would be so embarrassing to have that stuff on the internet forever. Oh, can you imagine I what your parents even, would think? Oh, my God, that's so humiliating. And then, like... All these trolls on Twitter, like, oh, it's just, it's so cringe. It's yeah. so cringe. All these text messages and then those videos. It's just like... Oh, horrendous. I think that's the thing. It's the idea that your parents yeah. <laughs> and, like, your grandparents have seen that stuff. Yeah. And all your friends at the Brighton Country Club. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's a sort of, you know, ancillary detriment. But I think, um, I, you know, I mean, I, I sort of felt for him a bit. And I, it was nice to, that he got to have a win, though, albeit I really I wish he was kicking out of that back line last year. Well, it does make you think that maybe all along that should have been his position. I mean, well, they tried to play him in that position. He's pretty good, though. He's good there. He had that yeah. good year. But he wanted to play in the forward line, really. I know, but maybe that's the problem. Yeah, he's because, too good to kick for goal. Yeah, and we needed like a goal kicker, so we had to play totally. him up forward. But then you think maybe he was always better programmed for lower pressure position where he wasn't really accountable. He could really be like a intercept defender, not yeah. really play on a man. Do what Jordan Lewis is doing, basically. Right. But yeah. yeah. And he's just as good a kick, if not a better kick. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. You wonder if that could have been the solution. Look, I mean, it's one game. So, and you know... No, but he had a season like that at Melbourne. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think it was... Was it Ruzi who did it first or Neil? One of them tried Neil it. Neil did it first. Yeah. yeah. It worked pretty well. Yeah. 
But, you know, who knows? It doesn't matter now. He's, he's gone. He's gone. Um, and we've got Fritch, who looked very nice. Fritch looked awesome. Yeah. Um, so, questions though. What were the few highlights from the game? Because aside mm. from the, like, Gorn getting completely toweled, um, was obviously a bit of a low light and terrible. a bit concerning because I think other teams have now worked out that you take out Gorn and you kind of take out the Melbourne midfield where they're right. so reliant on him. I mean, having said that, it's pretty hard to take out Gorn. It's not like this is a new thing. I agree. It's not like Ken Hinckley came up with this brilliant idea that we need to nullify Gorn. No, it's but it's happened now in two games yeah. in a row, which is the concerning part. All with Scott Lysett. Scott Lysett is like kryptonite, I swear. No, but I think the only teams that can do it are teams with two good Ruckmen mm. when he's playing solo. Mm. And there's not many teams that have that. No, that's true. And Lysett happened to be in both of the teams yeah, that exactly. were able to do it. But, I mean, if you try and do this with like... I don't know who's some mediocre ruckman, like Tom Hickey or something. Actually, Hickey once beat Gorn. Yeah, but, you know, I don't think Tom Hickey's a good example, dude. You know, some some mediocre ruckman yeah. try and do this against Gorn. It's not yeah. going to work against Reece Stanley this week. Yeah. Like if Stanley and Blixarves tried this, it's not going to work, I don't think. Well, I hope not. But he was getting rough, roughened up a bit, though. And I thought yeah. that the other players could have intervened a bit earlier and helped him out. I agree. I know, you don't usually think that a 6'11 dude like needs some, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, 5'11. Yeah. Callum Mills makes more sense. Yeah, exactly, exactly, him. exactly. Yeah. The Sydney players should have been protecting Callum Mills rather than trying to protect this, like, behemoth yeah. on the um, football field. But, no, that wasn't great. But I think the few highlights were Salem. Man, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's such so a good. phenomenal user. Such and he's so a good composed user. as well. So good. Yeah. He was the real highlight, I think. He was brilliant. Um, um, Sparrow looked okay. Yeah, I think he showed some signs. Not a bad debut. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Yeah, Corey say. Wagner. Corey Wagner, I thought was handy. Yeah. Um, Paul wasn't bad. Some of the younger players, they were okay. Yeah. They gave it a decent shot. There were some not great moments from some of our senior players. Like, Viney yeah. looked really underdone. I've Viney. never seen him, like, not get near the ball. I just can't remember a game where he hasn't gotten near the ball like that. Yeah, maybe he came back too early. I just, I actually can't think of a game where he got, like, 10 touches yeah. in total like that's insane it's got to be midfield. pretty close to his worst game oh definite I can't even recall one where that would have happened yeah he's had like a broken foot and still gotten 14 I know exactly yeah. exactly yeah. okay it's just yeah that's crazy to me Jones I thought played okay until the last oh, quarter no, and then he had that, three massive that errors. drop mark was bad that drop was mark not and he missed a handball and then I you're know. like oh, oh chunk I know maybe he came back too soon as well it was just terrible it was yeah. not great um but look I guess the thing is, it's hard to really point the finger at any one player because across the board... Everyone was bad. Even Clary and Gus, I mean, they were okay, but you can't say yeah, they had a good game. Yeah, needs to lift. Petrarca, yeah, you were relishing that. Oh, I wasn't. I was just saying, he needs to lift. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't look like Jordan Degoe, as I predicted no, last No, he didn't. <laughs> well, he wasn't getting near it. And then at the end of the quarter, like the last quarter, he sort of got the ball a bit, but then yeah. didn't really do much. So He just, just didn't get into it. No. And I do wonder with Petrarca whether... A little bit like Watts. He's a bit of a confidence player. Yeah, definitely. And I sometimes feel like if he's good, if he's a little bit quiet, maybe try him in the back line or just try and get him into the game a bit. Yeah. I think he's someone, when he gets some of the ball, he suddenly gets going. Definitely. Um, but we've got to find a way to get him to the, into the game sooner rather than later. Exactly. Um, so, Nick, the big question for me is, how worried should we be? I mean, uh, it's round one. Yeah, exactly. And look, I mean, Colin got smashed in round one last year, right? Yeah. I seem to recall that. Yeah, I think Collingwood would... Oh, and two or oh yeah. three or something? I think that's yeah. right. So, I mean, look, lots of teams just start a little bit slow. Maybe that was just a bit of a wake-up call because it was so bad and it was right. against this Port team, which was, you know, which we really should not have lost to. But, look, I wasn't happy about... I'm not sure if we've really adjusted to the 6-6-6 structure. We're such a contested team mm-hmm. um, and we're so used to just getting numbers behind the ball and now we don't have that option. So I'm wondering if we've sort of properly accounted for that. 
Well, I think anything the AFL does to make the game more visually appealing and less congested is against our Yeah, exactly. Because we're such a contested team. Yeah. We Um, want to be scrapping in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Like, we play these territory games and, you know, we're not really known for our slick ball movement and slick, you know, perfect kicking. Well, no, we started to get that going last year. Yeah, Um, but towards the end of last year, though. Before then, it was just sort of a territory game. Yeah. And even Simon Goodwin has said that. But having said that, the thing that's interesting about this game is the contested possession was even. Yeah. So even what's meant to be our strength... I know. Wasn't really. Yeah, which was strange. Which was strange. So And they had no Ollie Wines or like, you right. know, the, their bigger bodies in there. It was strange. Right. Rockcliffe was, was, was just Rockcliffe allowed to run back. around by himself. I'm not sure about that decision. Yeah, you would have thought that Goodwin would have considered putting harms on yeah. Boca or Rockcliffe. Um, I don't know. I think we just underestimated them, to be honest. Do you think so? Yeah. We, think we didn't think of them as, as Dangerfield and Ablett. We no. thought of them as a mediocre Port Adelaide totally, team. and we could just beat them. Right. And the truth is, they were top four at round 16 last year. They're, they're not a bad team. They're not a bad team. And they've lost, and you know, they've take, gotten all these like high draft picks. We've all got some serious talent. That Butters character, unfortunate last name, but gosh, yeah. he's looks, good. He looks about seven years old. I know, he, he looks really young. Yeah. Was he the guy you thought looked like a, a teenager from the 1970s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, like, Beatles I, I said he looked haircut. like a Beatle, and I'm like, no, he actually looks like a Beatle fan. Yeah. Like a really intense yeah, Beatles yeah, yeah. fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but my worry, and... This is something that our old mate Damien Barrett said, which I hate to agree with something he said. I do have a bit of a concern that teams have worked out that if they can kind of halve the contested ball, they can beat us for pace. Definitely. On the outside. I, I think, think there's so. something to be said. It's just not that quick. Yeah. Just, that's just the reality. Right. And teams that did, a, did that last year, even like St Kilda, oh, yeah. when they beat us, that was kind of the template. Right? Especially when they get a run on and right. our defense is not really able to cope with that but I mean hopefully now that May will solve that problem and then Lever will come back and then hopefully we can sort of stave that off but yeah especially when, when they're quick and when they get a run on right. we'll find it very very difficult exactly but I mean the challenge is you have to be able to hard the contested ball and most teams can't do that no that's us. true that's yeah. true but um, it was not great yesterday no um, big question though the biggest question mm. is what do we do about this Gorn situation? Is it a situation or is it something that's just a one-off? I think give him time. I think give him like, if it, look, if it keeps happening in the next couple of weeks, then we've got to sort of seriously think about whether or not to bring in bodyguard Proust. Proust, yeah. Proust, Proust. <laughs> He's definitely not Proust. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So yeah, I think we should bring in Proust if, uh, if Gorn keeps getting bullied. And we just, we've just got to try and play two Ruckman. Because yeah. this whole putting Wiedemann in the Ruck and putting Tom McDonald in the Ruck is not helping. And if Gorn's down on confidence, it's also, you know, we just need someone to step up. But I think Gorn has loved playing as a single Ruckman for so long. He's been really good at it. But then what was the point of getting Proust? I think the point of getting Proust was probably this kind of game, where you mm. have a team with two Ruckman. Mm. So this was probably the kind of week we needed him. But this week against Geelong, I mean, with Stanley in the I don't Ruck- think we'll play him this week, but I think that this week yeah. is a real test. There's got to be the I think Gorn will come out breathing fire, though. I think Gorn will dominate. Yeah, I think Gorn will absolutely smash it. Because honestly, I'm a little bit underwhelmed by Proust. And I don't think Proust would have helped us. We would have looked even more slow. Yeah, but at least he can win the hit-outs. Or he can sort of at least half yeah, the hit-outs. Like, he can get He can get in the way. He's a big dude, you know. Yeah. The problem is, is Wiedemann and Tom McDonald just didn't look that convincing in the ruck. I don't no, think. no, no, no. Uh, Wiedemann didn't even get to a few ruck contests and that really hurt us. Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bit. Um, all right. Well, so it's a bad start to the season, but it's mm. round one. It's round one. Let's it's, not get too carried honestly, away. Honestly, honestly, the only way we can go is up. I think that yeah. was not a great performance. Yeah. Maybe I'm speaking too soon, and maybe this is too optimistic. But I just, I, I think that's just an aberration. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. So, Neats, the Rowan Bale Award for most underrated performance um, for new listeners to the podcast. Rowan Bale, chronically underrated player, fifty great games for the club. 
Um, and this is our way of paying tribute to his career. <laughs> I think it goes to Tom Sparrow. I really thought it was a decent debut. He did look bad. Huh? I don't think he looked bad at all. He's yeah. a decent. In the, he's good in the contest. He's good in the contest. He seems hard. Didn't yeah. seem overawed. Um, did go? I liked it. I was a bit more into Wagner's game. Than yeah, Sparrow. I thought Wagner was alright. I can see what you mean by Sparrow. Um, Wagner. He's got that Josh Wagner kind of relentless tackling thing. They're good tacklers, the Wagner brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, he looked kind of busy. He looked all right. Looked busy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought him, Sparrow, Hoare, not bad. Yeah. They showed a bit. They showed a bit. Yeah. They looked perfectly average. Um, okay. So Tom Sparrow, the the first winner of the Ron Bale Award for this year. Congratulations to him. Um, Geelong. Nits. Yeah. This is a tough game. This is, to... it's, ugh, I don't like Geelong and Geelong. I never like Geelong and Geelong, particularly yeah. coming after uh, off a loss like that. Right. But maybe this is perfect conditions for them. You know, they love, like, they don't really, the team doesn't deal all that well with expectations, but they deal very, very well with their backs against the wall, I think. Well, my memory is maybe three years ago where we had that incredible win at the Cattery. Yeah. I think that was coming off a really bad loss the week before. Was it? I yeah. can't remember who we it, lost to. I can't remember who we lost to, but it, it just came out of absolute nowhere. Yeah. And it just got them going. Maybe that's what we need, a trip down. Have, have had some pretty good games there in the last yeah. few years. Well, I've also lost by 100 points there, so that's also true. been a little bit ugly. True, true. And had some heartbreaking losses there, or had a heartbreaking loss there last year. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully we won't let Zach Tui kick the winning goal. Right. But you know what I'm excited about? We have May in. I know. On finally, we have Isn't that someone. The matchup? Finally, that is yeah. actually the one thing that gives me relief. That's been the biggest hole. Yeah. Oh, finally! Like last year's, you know, Hawkins just absolutely tore us yeah. apart. He was unbelievable, and finally, we have a big dude who can just go with him. And if May can't restrain Hawkins, I don't know what the point of it is. Yeah, that, I d- that's all. What I he's agree. Here that's for, literally yeah. he's there for yeah. Hawkins he's here and for Hawkins the only. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so he comes in. There's yeah. no question about it. Oh, there's no... So who's who's going out then? Sam Frost? Well, I'm I'm a bit torn about it. I think Sam Frost because he played really badly and he was actively harmful to our chances. But Oscar's been playing garbage. He was bad in the JLT. Well, he was just nowhere to be seen. He had like five possessions. And yes, Frost was more actively harmful. At least he takes the game on. He takes the game on. He was trying to do something. Oscar was doing nothing. Mm. As far as we could tell. No, I think they'll drop... Look, we went at the game. Maybe he was positioned well or something. I think they'll drop Sam Frost. I just think he... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah I just think that moment in the last quarter just sort of I think he knew as well he had that hang dog look at his face you know it just like, had this oh, little bit of a no. look of like yeah, yeah. I'm in the twos next week <laughs> yeah, I think so oh for Frosty yeah I know no, I so I right. think May Listen. comes in for Frost yeah. Lewis what's his status well they seem to say it's a hamstring but it's more like a kind of just an uncertainty about risking him mm. so it struck me that he'll play this week okay well that'll be in. he'll be in for one of the defenders? Yeah. Hall or... Probably. I mean, Hall was all right. Yeah. But I think he's probably the logical replacement. I think so. You want him to be in defense, I suspect. I don't yeah. know where else he'd play. Um, yeah, I think Lewis in for Hall probably is right. I think everyone, everyone else is safe. Bruce, I don't think this is the week. No, I agree. Stanley, I don't think it's... I Just give Gorn a chance to sort of come out yeah. and, and prove, Answer his critics. Answer one his one. critics. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Especially because everyone's going to be playing that vision. Yeah. Um, with the, oh, the Paddy Ryder. Yeah, which is not great vision. That was but rough. I, it was rough, but I just think, you know what, everyone's allowed one mistake. And so let Gorn come out and just silence his critics alone. Right. I think he will. Who else do you think is, is at risk? I mean, I think Spargo. Yeah, needs I'm not to have a bit sure about our small, small forward line at the moment. It looks very. Neil Bullen started well and then kicked two behinds and then didn't, didn't do much for the rest of the game. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's a very measured way of putting it. You yeah, were yelling a lot more about the other one about 24 hours ago. <laughs> I'm trying to be less of a shock jock, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to sort of... Take some kind of sedative before this exactly, podcast. Exactly, exactly. I'm trying to rein in my shock jock tendencies. Um, so yeah, I think Neil Bullen and Spargo really need to seriously lift. And Petrarca. Our forward line is just yeah. a bit all sorts at the moment. Oh, I agree. But you know what? One school of thought, I think, is probably give him another chance. Yeah. Like, it was such a bad game. Everyone was so bad. And there's not that many compelling options batting down the door. Maybe no, just I leave agree. these forward line and see how they go this time. Yeah, I agree Because with they that. couldn't have played much worse I as a forward that's line. that's right. Right? I mean, it is good to see that Colin Jasny apparently played well in the, in the, in the Where VFL. Where are we planning on using him, though? Potentially on the wing. And then I don't know who's spot At least takes. he's fast. He's meant to be fast. Um, does he take Jones's spot eventually or is he more of a half back I mean he's definitely not going to take Jones's spot but no but where does he really fit I don't really know that's yeah. why I'm not really sure what he was recruited for yeah we've got a lot of halfbacks we've got a lot of halfbacks I'm just yeah. not sure what his purpose is oh I thought Jaden Hunt showed some better signs he wasn't as bad. well he wasn't yeah bad. just speaking of um yeah halfbacks uh, one option that could be interesting maybe not this week is playing him a little bit in the midfield mm. just to get a bit of that pace yeah uh, because we look slow at We looked really, really slow. Yeah. Yeah. And they might try that with Cole Jasny, but I don't think he'll play straight away. They'll probably wait for his body to get right. I think so. Yeah. So, um, question, Kieran. Do we win? Um, oh. You know what? I think we will. Wow. Let me give you my theory for Hit why. Me. I think May will suppress Hawkins. Yeah. And Hawkins is by far their biggest forward threat. I mean, yes. Well, they have no other forward. They've got so... Dalhouse and no, but Rowan they're not really guys. the ones who are going to monster us. It's going to be Hawkins. It's going to be Hawkins. I think Gorn is going to be hungry and angry. I think yeah. he's way better than Stanley. I think he's going to be livid, actually. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll put Chompers on maybe Selwood. Yeah, I think so. Chompers, Chompers on Selwood. Selwood. He did a great job on Selwood in the um, in the Jong final. Right. Right. I think we kind of match up pretty well against him. That's why our games. I'm not sure about like the Tim Kellys of this world. Yeah. That yeah. guy's just a gun. He's a gun. But we typically have very close games against them. We do. Regardless of how we're playing. We do. I agree with that. And especially given that, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of naysayers now after round one, so yeah. I think they will be very, very hungry. I like, yeah. I think the tackling pressure will be through the roof. Oh, I think Jack Viney is gonna hit back hard. Oh, he'll be livid. In fact, even having Viney on Selwood, like he played a couple of years ago. Yeah, just to hurt, take someone out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And that might end up being Viney's best role. Yeah. Playing like Harms did last year. Like half tagger, half general oh. midfielder. I mean, I prefer Harms to do that role than Viney, but... You think so? Well... Yeah. I think Harms is a better outside player than Viney. Interesting. Well, right now, Viney just needs to get back to... Get, get his hands yeah. on the football. But that's the so, core of his game, that's right? True. Just that's like true. getting in and hard. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'm really convincing myself, but I feel like we match up pretty well with them, and I think we couldn't play any worse than last week. So I'm going to say we're going to win... By a kick. Oh, I think we're going to lose by like a couple of kicks. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just. I think we'll start zero and two, but then, you know, after seeing how bad Essendon were, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. hopefully we can get a win in round three. But no, I, I do, I do just think it might be a little bit of a bridge too far. The Cats at home are really good, and their confidence is through the roof right now because of that win over Collingwood. And right. um, you know, I think it'll be very, very close. But yeah, I think we might just go down. I'm just not sure if we've figured out our forward line yet. No. And I'm just not convinced not about... I'm just not really convinced of where our goals are going to come from. Yeah. I mean, Tom McDonald had a very quiet game. You'd he expect did. him to play better than yeah. that. Um, Wiedemann... He took a really beautiful floating mark. Floating around. He took a nice I know, mark. Yeah. I know. But we need to... Unless we've got some type of synergy in our forward line, I just think it's going to be tough yeah. to beat Geelong yeah. at home. 
All right. Well, thank you for joining us for uh, episode two of Deluded, season 2019. Um, We're loving us... being back with you guys. Yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram at Deluded Podcast. That's correct. Yes. Yep. Uh, yep. And on Facebook. Uh, and we'll see you next Sunday after the Cats game. Go Dees. Go Dees. <laughs>